I tell you what, brother, you cheated in that match. I didn't cheat. I did what I had to do to win. You cheated. I saw you. And I tell you what, you have the worst interest music I've ever seen. My interest music is the best interest music of all the interest musics. Your interest music is so dumb. You know what else is dumb? Your finishing move. That's so weak. I couldn't could do it. Well, you look like a dying fish when you do your finishing move, brother. It's called the Dying Carp. It's the name of the move. You don't need to make fun of it. It's the best move in all of professional wrestling. And you know what else looks dumb? Your hair. My hair is beautiful, brother. It's the dumbest hair I've ever seen. Get a haircut, you hippie. Oh, how dare you, brother. I'm tired of your face. Get out of my face. I'm going to go listen to my favorite podcast. What is your favorite podcast, brother? Wait, wait. Do you like podcasts, too? Yeah, brother. No, we should say our favorite podcast at the same time. We could be best friends after this. Okay. I'm going to count to three, then we're going to say our favorite podcast. All right. One, two, three. We watch wrestling. What? What? (coughs) Trevor, we we talked about this. We're supposed to say three, two, one, then Retro Blist. That's not my favorite podcast. No, I I get that. I 100% understand. (laughs) Trust me. I'll listen to Retro Blist. Completely get it. It should not be your favorite podcast. It's, I mean, between you and me, it's it's truly awful. <laughs> but it's our show, so we need to say that. If I were making a list of top ten favorite podcasts, uh-huh. it would not be on that list. <laughs> if I was making a list of my top twenty-five favorite podcasts, it, okay, it wouldn't be on that either. But that's beside the point. This is how we're introing this. All right, ready? Okay, all right. <clears throat> Get back in your wrestling persona. All right. We say, what, you you got a favorite podcast, do? I sure do, brother. Well, let's say at the count of three. You ready? One, two, three. Retro list. Welcome to yet another beautiful, amazing, incredible, uh, high-flying, Lucha Libre. Think I'm helping me, help me. Leg drops of doom. I don't know wrestling stuff. Um, if, we, if wrestling fans were listening to this, they would know that that's making all that up. Because none of those terms make sense when I'm trying it's to It's a say. suplex. <laughs> Everything's a suplex with you. <laughs> uh, but this is, uh, of course, another episode of Retro Bliss. Thanks for listening. Let's get all of the quote-unquote fun stuff out of the way first. It's the least fun part of the episode. Really. I know, that's why we do it first. Okay. Get it done out of the way. Uh, you can follow me on, on the Instagrams at johnnyism28 and also uh, on our Facebook page of Retro Blist. And Trevor, where can they find this on the Instagrams? Instagram at Retro Blist. That's right. Trevor, what do you do on that podca- oh, podcast? Yeah, what do you do on that podcast? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Well, on our Retro Blist Instagram, I post something pretty much every day. Uh, just pictures of my game collection or beautiful drawings I've done. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just something retro related, and we get some good comments and feedback, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, you're the true master, the true artist of our tag team. I would say that any day. <laughs> yes, clearly. Uh, now, let's get some of this... Uh... You know, on iTunes, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and of course on the Stitcher Twitter. Is that no, it? no, I was 
Gosh, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to cut this off so nobody All right, cut it off. All right. Okay. Uh, when I say that, you're supposed to say what network we're on. Oh, the network. Okay, you ready? Yeah, just... Yeah, it's so unprofessional. I'm actually going to try to say the acronym right this time instead of... So just give me a second. All right, I'm just going to... We're going to play some piano music or something okay. while we're on here. All right, I got it. Oh, you ready? Yeah. I'm going to cut it back on. Three, two, one. And Trevor, where else can they find us? You can also find us on the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast website, and I'm going to give you the website. Oh, please do. It's BICBP-radio.com. That's Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Radio.com. That's a great radio voice you just used for that. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I am good at inflection. <laughs> what if you just put inflection at the wrong spot? Just makes your words sound a lot more weird. Let's go on with the gang discussion or whatever's next. Now, we have a very special episode in store for all our fans today. Just using air quotes around special. The, no, these are just hands. Oh, okay. This is quotes. You okay. know what quotes are? You're going to school. <laughs> Who are you? Where am I? Get out of my head. Is this <laughs> a dream? Uh, it's, it's a special episode, Trevor. It is a special episode. You know, we've done a wrestling game before. We did. Uh, was it Saturday Night Slam Masters? It was. For the Super Nintendo. But this is something special. It is. These were three games that really helped and came at a time when, especially for myself, being a big wrestling fan growing up, came at a perfect time for me. Right. The Nintendo 64 had some, in my opinion, classics. Oh, the, the best wrestling games, you'll never convince me otherwise, were on the Nintendo 64. I mean... Ever, as far as I'm concerned, not that I played any that were released in the last ten years, but yeah. So, so I was trying to decide how we how we could do this because I love these games so much, and I think you came up with the idea. How about we just do three of them at once? Yeah, and we just kind of compare them, and it we'll do a special episode of it. Right. Yeah, because I had WCW and WCW NWO. It's terrible. Revenge. We are professionals. WrestleMania 2000. That's WWF. WWF, WrestleMania 2000. That's World Wildlife Federation. Yeah. Um, and then WWF, No Mercy. Which, this is having on your ears is none of that. Right. There's no, <laughs> no mercy, mercy on your poor So yeah, the three probably of the best wrestling games for the N64. And I thought, why don't we just do them all at once? Because they're too similar to do them as separate episodes. Yeah, the, yeah they really are. Even though like I love all three of them. Uh, so let's... Trevor, what what are your memories of the games? Well, um, my memories are just... There was a time in the 90s when I did enjoy wrestling. I mean, I knew it was fake. I don't think I ever thought it was real. As far as you whoa, know... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to have to... I'm going to defend... Since I still watch the stuff today... When somebody says it's fake... It's predetermined. There's a difference. It's like watching a very physical play in front of your eyes. Yes. So technically, like a movie, even a movie that I absolutely love, it's a movie, it's technically fake too, but I'm not going to sit here and say the movie's fake. If you let me finish. Please finish. <laughs> it's fake in that if you watch it, you're stupid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I always knew that, you know, they weren't really fighting to win. They already knew who was going to win and all that stuff. Yeah. But me, my brother, and my dad, and I'm pretty sure we had this conversation already on the Saturday Night Slam Masters episode, but we did enjoy it. But... Johnny, I would say, is definitely the wrestling guru of us two. Yeah, I, I literally watch it probably at least two or three times a week. Right, and I definitely, I had a time in the 90s when I watched it. But 
the point is, don't turn off this podcast if you're someone who doesn't really care about wrestling. Because if you never played these games, they were some of the most fun games on the Nintendo 64. They're really um, just kind of fun fighting games in a way. Yeah, I mean, it's... So my memories of these games are just, we had a blast. Me and you and my brother just beating the, the living <laughs> stuffing out of each other with these games. Um, especially WCW NWO Revenge. That was the first one of these three. And the first one that we had. And man, we just had a blast with it. Yeah, now... Uh, I also put out that we were recording this episode in the three games, and I actually asked uh, some people if they would share some of their memories, too. We're going to try to do this from time to time with some of the games we play. Uh, So, let's go over that real quick. Um, uh, Martin Bell had said that... uh, This is on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, this will also on Facebook. I do Facebook. I do. He's a worldly man. Okay, apparently, uh, Martin says that there was a glitch in the first edition of No Mercy. It had blood, and later versions didn't. But it also didn't save anything. Now, he's not from America. He's from another country. I'm thinking it's from England. Ain't that what that is? You're trying to say he's not as good as us? Yeah, that's pounds. I think that would be England. Technically, some English things are better. Music. uh, Accents. Accents. Oh, for sure. Apparently the actors, because all the actors I seem to like nowadays are from there. Yeah. So. Better get Cumberman. <laughs> That's a great wrestling yeah. name. <laughs> Better get Cumberman. <laughs> so anyway, so he's talking about that. So I'm thinking over there, like, they were much more about, because didn't all the games here have blood? I'm pretty sure, because you could cut it on or off here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all three did here. And it was just like, it's a very small amount of blood that appears yeah. around the chest. So anyway, he goes on and says that, um, the, he's talking about No Mercy. So him and his brother were played on the holidays while his, uh, his parents, who didn't care about wrestling at all, would actually get caught up watching them uh, play each other on the game. Because <laughs> you can do that. It's fun just to yeah, watch, even. it's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt Steele was talking about... Now, before... We didn't actually play this game, but it, there was a game before the WCW NWO Revenge that was still... An, there was another WCW game, mm-hmm. and it was uh, called World, World Tour. It's the same... Mm-hmm. Really similar... Uh, but he said that's what actually got him back into loving wrestling again. Okay, so was that was that by the same company? Yeah, same okay. company, yeah. yeah. I never played that one. Yeah, definitely the same company. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And didn't you have a couple? Yeah, uh, well, I have at least one. Um, that's all we need. <laughs> even though I... <laughs> Sorry, this should be funny. I posted under Retro Bliss on Instagram, but you got a lot more comments than I did under your own name. <laughs> so we'll try not to cry about that. I'm more popular than a own show. But I do have something else exciting after this. <laughs> okay, good. So... Uh, our friend from Australia, um, Michael Thompson. Thompson? Yeah, Michelle Thompson. Uh, Echidna. Echidna. Mr. Chadna. Yeah. Uh, he says that he always did love wrestling games, but he only ever had them for the PlayStation era and onwards. Uh, his favorite was WrestleMania 21 for the Xbox, uh, for its really cool story mode and character creator. He'd love to see... <laughs> I'd also said that if anybody wanted to see a special matchup, mm-hmm. uh, we might consider doing it. And he wanted to see The Undertaker versus The Old Prospector, <laughs> which is pretty funny because who is The Old, old Prospector? Uh, well, I know him. He's a good friend of mine. He's this old man who, like how old he is varies, like depending on when you talk to him. He's either born 100 years ago or he's born in the 1800s or even the 1700s. It's a crazy backstory for this man. But he's just an old prospector. Uh, well, let me see if I can get a hold of him. Yeah, see if you can get a hold right, of him. Let me see if I can bring him up on the using our great... Uh, Ability with media and stuff. Let me push the buttons here. All right, now we gotta wait. Well, hello there. 
Well, hey there, old prospector. What's happened? Oh, we're just recording a podcast about wrestling games. Wrestling? I love wrestling. I wrestled a bear the other day. He won. Wow. He ate my firstborn child. Oh, wow. Did and you... my secondborn child. Is that how he saved yourself? Yeah, I just threw my kids at him. That's terrible. <laughs> That's this is your horrible man. Well, I'm loving it or not. <laughs> you got a good point there. And on the bright side, I fed a bear. I love nature. Well. Now, who am I wrestling? Who you're, oh, you're wrestling the Undertaker. But he's been dead for years. Well, no, not like the personal Undertaker that you knew, but oh. there's a wrestler called the Undertaker. Oh, what's a wrestler? <laughs> the, these, these people that get kind of naked and get in a ring and... Hug each other. Oh no! Did you, did you hear that? Yeah, bear's coming back. I better go. Hey, Susie, that's my third board. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Well, that was that was a good interview. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably made no sense to anyone <laughs> except for Michael Thompson. 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 Uh, <laughs> the old prospector was a. Classic. A character? Can we say a character? Yeah. A real, uh, he was real to me. A real character from one of... Just like wrestling, he was real to me. From one of Johnny's other podcasts. And so, while we delayed with that amazingness, <laughs> we're probably going to delete this episode, so nobody's going to hear this. But. No, I have people have to hear how he threw kids at a bear to save himself. Well, there goes the family Like rating. any hero would do. <laughs> Speaking of heroes, you're not going to believe this, but after all this begging and pleading, we have a new five-star iTunes review. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, I had a few other... Uh, I went to my Instagram. You are killing me here. Uh, this is what you usually do to me. Right. Yeah, go. <laughs> Turning about is a fair play, as they say. <laughs> I think I said that wrong. How's that saying? We're going to go with it. Okay, sounds good. Turnabout is turning around. I actually asked the same question on my Instagram, and uh, here's some of the comments I got on that. Uh, Wallmeat.games said, that's the best wrestling game ever. Uh, Jeff Atkins Draws is an artist that I know. He's a pretty cool guy, so make sure you check out his stuff. It's a Nintendo 64 had the best wrestling games, and I think me and you are in complete agreement on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Phenom247 said those games were so good that he used to actually record matches with his buddies on his VCR to watch later. Wow. Which That's I can, pretty cool. Which I can get, because I really got into those games hardcore. Oh, yeah. It was it was intense trying to win a match. Oh, and also, I got one more. And also, Mayolo uh, underscore Emily... <laughs> Says, <laughs> says uh, to go to instafamenow.com to get hundreds of followers who like your pics every day. Smiley face. <laughs> I'm glad you're smart alike because I was going to read that if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now, Trevor, what were you going to say? Um, did you not have another comment on there? I don't know. I already closed it. Okay. Well, I was going to say we have a new five-star iTunes review. Five stars! And because we want to encourage people to do that, we're going to waste everyone's time and actually read that review for you. And please, read it like you're a wrestler. This is from Official Dixon on iTunes. Uh, Caleb Dixon is his real name. Also, Untitled Omnibus Omnibus on Instagram. You might want to spell that. <laughs> untitled O-M-N-I-B-U-S. Omnibus. Oh, like a complete collection of something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I thought it was like a single bus, an omnibus. Anyways, <laughs> Anyways he says, uh, these guys are great. They provide, I'm, I feel really kind of, what's the word, like gloating reading this now that I think about it, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And when he says these grays, these, these grays, these grays, these grays are great. The aliens. Yeah. <laughs> these, grays, these guys, uh, he means me, but go on. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> they provide real and accessible reviews to retro video games. Real. The titles they review vary from the very well-known mm-hmm. Sonic 2 yep. to the virtually forgotten, like Bernstein Bears Camping Adventures. Which, if you haven't listened to, you need to go back and actually play that game. It was great. Yeah, it's, it shouldn't be unknown. They set up the show by first giving an overview of the game, including blah, 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 won't read all that. They aren't proclaimed experts. Well, that's true. Well, I don't know about that. I proclaim it every day. You know what we are. What are we? We're the number one weekly retro gaming podcast that you can find on iTunes or Stitcher. uh, And that's recorded here where we are right now. Yeah, that's recorded at this location. That's Mm -hmm. true. Yep. Yep. Number one in that category. Um, He says it makes it better that they're not self-proclaimed experts because they, they never get really technical, but you still learn something. So I feel like that's a compliment and also a slam. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's basically giving us a free out to make lots of mistakes. Yeah, which is, which is great because we, really we need as many of those. That's really appreciate get. that. And how could I forget the Bliss Quiz, the best part? Mm-hmm. This is where the hosts just, or they test their in-depth knowledge of the video game or the just failed, or they just read failed Sonic movie scripts. Mm-hmm. So clearly he was a fan of our Sonic episode. Now, I, I was... Wait, the best comment still oh, remain. Right, he said he gives this five out of five wretched gouts. <laughs> we nice. are your number one podcast for uh, a host who do with gout. <laughs> I think we can say that definitively. Yeah. I dare any other podcast to come at us who thinks that they talk more gout than we do. I dare you. This is not going to happen. No, it's not. WebMD doesn't have as much about gout as we do. That's right. If you want to know about gout, you come to us. We're your number one weekly podcast on retro video games and gout. And we will <laughs> stake our reputations on this. Speaking of gout, what were you going to say before I interrupted you? I don't remember. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with the games, unless you had any more general wrestling memories. Oh, I have quite a few, but like literally, I love wrestling so much, I can talk about it forever. So I'm just not right. going to do that. And we already talked about our little backyard wrestling stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to do backyard wrestling, but you can you can listen to uh, the Saturday Night Slam Masters episode of to hear all about yep. that. Now, Trevor, what were the three games that we played today? The three games we played today. And please say them slowly so uh, you don't mess us up. So it was Barbie's Racing Adventure. Uh huh. No, sorry. No, it was um, WCW NWO Revenge mm-hmm. from 1998. Mm-hmm. Then there was WrestleMania 2000 from 1999. And then No Mercy. Guess what year No Mercy came out in? Uh, 1872. Close. Okay. 2000. So, 98, 99, and 2000, they were a year apart. Now, I will say, growing up, I didn't realize they came out that like that quick succession yeah, from each other. There's no way we could afford to buy $60 games that close together. Right. I didn't remember uh, that at all. No. Uh, but, yeah, they were they were really kicking these games out. I, I feel like we got revenge pretty much as soon as it came out. Because that would have <laughs> got yeah. revenge. Yeah, we got revenge. <laughs> See, that would have put me at about 14 years old when it came out in 98. So, I feel like we must have got it pretty much right off. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my memories of, uh, like, I had all three of these games. But No Mercy, I was telling you earlier, I remember it more just because it, it came out at a time where I could go to high school and still have it and get a job. Yeah. And I worked at a grocery store. And one of the first games that I ever bought with my own money was this game. Yeah. It was and no it, was, Mercy. it was a good choice, too. Yeah. So now, what we decided to do is we're going to cover them one at a time. And right. then we're going to give our overall scores to all three of them mm-hmm. and do a little comparison. Right. So, so number one is WCW NWO Revenge. Now, right. Trevor, did you ever watch any WCW? Yeah. Yeah, I remember it was the big deal was either WWF or WCW. And the way I remembered it back when we watched it was WCW was more like clean cut, sort of, and WWF was like rougher and tougher. 
I don't know if that's true or not. No, no. It, it, it kind of seemed like that at first, because at first, both these companies were very over-the-top over and cartoony. And, uh, but as they went on, they would obviously get more of an edge to them. Yeah. Uh, both shows would do it. Like, they would both kind of make their stories more real, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Uh, WWF went into the Attitude Era, which is what you're thinking of, okay. uh, where they went a lot more risque with stuff. And uh, WCW would push the limits on some things, but... I think WWF always seemed to go farther to me. Uh, but yeah, so WCW was probably well known more for, uh, we had wrestlers like Sting, uh, you had uh, Goldberg, who was a big deal, mm-hmm. and they had the NWO, which is the part of this game, and that's where you had your, uh, you know, the Wolf Packs and all those guys. So I used to watch, when I was growing up watching wrestling, the first wrestling I got into was WCW. I watched that yeah. before I watched the other. So like this game, when it came out, I was all over it. Right. And so, yeah, like we said, this of these three, it was the first to come out in 1998. Uh, released in America by THQ. And all three of these games were published by THQ and developed by Aki, or A-K-I. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But they were just uh, a Japanese uh, game company that made some of the very best wrestling games around. And so, from what I remember reading... Um, oh, not Nintendo. Well, I guess it was Nintendo. They basically cut their ties with um, Acclaim. I think Acclaim was the one putting out the wrestling games. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was THQ and AKI from then on because they were so good. Which is our benefit, really. Right, yeah. Now, let's talk about the look of the game. Now, as these games progress, they do start looking better, but the overall character models, I guess would be the best way to put it, are very similar all the way through. Right. They just get cleaner and better looking. All right, and we're not going to go through tons of detail individually about each one. Because like Johnny said, they're super similar. Yeah. But starting with Revenge, what did you think about the character models? Well, I could tell who they were. Uh, the faces weren't always the closest, but that's with all three of these games. Right. Uh, they would do similar things that their wrestling, uh, who they're supposed to be, would do. Uh, they would do all the same moves. Uh, they did all their special moves and finishers. Like Goldberg would spear and do the jackhammer kind of thing. Which was a big deal. I mean, wrestling games with authentic looking finishing moves in 1998 was pretty cool. Yeah, so the game itself was fun because all of these games play the same. They all have right. the same very basic uh, uh, control scheme, right? Uh, which to me, to this day, is still the best for a wrestling game ever. Yeah, let's just yeah, let's just jump into I guess talking about that. I mean, that that's it. I was a you know for a few years I enjoyed wrestling, not to the extent that Johnny did, but it didn't even matter. I don't think you have to enjoy wrestling to love these games. Yeah, they just feel right. Um, and, it was, and it was rare for me because the N64 controller was so different from any other controller. Yeah, it really was. It was rare for me that a game seemed to fit a controller as much as those that did. Right. It, yeah, it just made sense, um, which is strange because you use the directional pad to move around instead of the control stick, but it really does work. Um, and then you have your buttons, you know, your A and B button for grapple and punch. Um, yeah, and, 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 and they would do different grapples, whichever direction you pushed, and right. also... Like how long you held the button down. Right. Uh, there's all kinds of moves each of these guys could do. They could do a ton of moves. It just kind of made you, this sounds corny now, but it kind of made you feel like you were doing it. Because like Johnny said, the longer you held the button down, the, it would do a different move. It made button mashing feel more, I don't know, what's the word? Almost feel, like it felt better. It had strategy to it in a weird way. Right. Because you could also reverse moves too. Right. Which is really cool. Now, the, the one complaint I had about this one, and it's so small, I, I honestly liked all three of these games, but was that the music, and 
we we skipped over the intro of this game. The intro of this game is literally it's iconic to me because I remember yeah. it so well. This is just a semi truck driving down the highway, like a hilly highway, isn't it? I feel like yeah. it's a hilly highway. <laughs> and then for no reason, and then all of a sudden it bursts into like the what the wrestling stuff. If you didn't know yeah. anything about wrestling, you'd be like, "What am I watching?" I'm not sure what the point with the truck is. Was one of the wrestlers supposed to be driving it? I think so. <laughs> it's a really corny opening. Yeah, and it, and it does. You know, talk, going back to sort of the presentation, just from the openings, this is definitely the weakest of the three games we're going to talk about. You can tell right off that the music of the three is the lowest quality in this one. Yeah. Um, the, the, I wrote down that the music was a little bit like uh, the Genesis Gems podcast, which I've plugged a couple times on here. But they like to talk about the Sega Genesis having dying cat sounds. <laughs> like the rock music was really screechy. And this was like an evolution of that. Yeah, it really was. Screechy is a good way to yeah the, to describe it. Now all the the wrestlers they did have music, but it wasn't their music, right? Yeah, in Revenge they don't have their own theme songs, right? Um, but, Which was really odd to me because I point out to you that the theme the the uh, Monday Night uh, what Nitro what their show was called I think it's called Nitro that was the theme to it that was in the, that was definitely one of the themes in the game too it, it was yeah. fitting that was it but they didn't put yeah. anything else that I recognized and it might have just been a matter of in nineteen ninety eight. Then 64 came out, I believe it was 96 in North America. Um, maybe they just didn't quite have enough. There's a lot in this game as it is. Maybe they just didn't have enough of a handle on the system to put any more into it. Because they had to develop the, you know, like the graphics were built for this game from what I know. And then the other two really did use the same engine. And the other thing that sets this game apart from the other ones besides it being WCW, obviously, and the rosters are all going to be different. Uh, is that there was no creator wrestler on this one. Right, and Revenge, there's no creator wrestler, which it's funny because I remember there being one, but I guess I was thinking of the later But times. there are like a list, like two, like what was it, let's see, about 12, somewhere around there, wrestlers that are just in the game that weren't WCW right. wrestlers. They're, I think they're from the, it might be the Virtual Pro Wrestling Series. That's from, what, yeah, that's what I was from thinking. From AKI. Um, yeah, they're Japanese-only wrestling like, There was a ninja, there was a samurai. Aki man, yeah. man. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy yeah. ones. And they're fun, too. I remember them being yeah, fun they're to play. Fun. Um, now, t- Trevor, tell us what modes were in WCW and WWE Revenge. All right, well, this one has the leanest offerings of any of these three. Because um, they truly do build on each other. But it's still pretty impressive. Beyond anything I'd ever seen. Um, so you had... Well, there's no creator wrestler, but you had costumes you could add and, and things like that. Um, there was the championship mode, which I believe could be single player or multiplayer. There was the exhibition mode, which could be single or tag match, which is awesome. I mean, you and a buddy can go against two other buddies, or you and a buddy can go against the two computers. I mean, you can mix it up. This this game, these to. games to me were the ultimate multiplayer games. Right, they were built for four player matches. Yeah. So yes, yeah, awesome being able to take on a, a tag team duo with your friend. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Um, then they had a special match, which was the Battle Ro- battle Royale, which that's the one where you're basically trying to knock everybody out of the ring. Yeah, you're but, trying to be uh, the only one left in the ring. Right. Yeah. Um, and then a handicap mode where you take on like two guys against one or three against one. Yeah. So I think that was pretty much it for the modes in this one. They really do add to that later. So let's, let's move on to the next game, uh, WWF WrestleMania 2000, which came out in the year 1999. Right. So just a year later. <laughs> So the very next year, uh, obviously they, the Nintendo decided not to do another WCW game, and they switched. Uh, fran- it's almost the time that WCW went out of business. Actually, WWF ended up buying them out. Uh, it went to. I'm a v- huge nerd, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening to you at this yeah. point. 
So uh, then we had the WrestleMania 2000. Now this game I definitely remember. Uh, so we had your w, your classic Attitude Era WWF wrestlers. You had mm-hmm. Stone Cold, you had McFoley or Mankind as he was in this game. You had The Rock and all those guys. Right. And this, I think I realized when we put this one in that as far as actual watching wrestling, these are this is the era that I remember more even than the Revenge because you know The Rock. I mean, you know, say what you will about The Rock, but. He definitely brings back memories of, of the few years there I did watch wrestling. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was definitely one of the bigger names yeah. by far. I mean, that's this was before his movie career, which now he's an even bigger name, probably. So, uh, Trevor, what were some of the modes? Uh, what was your, well, let's go. What was your first impression of this one? Well, first, I thought the opening looked better. I thought the music sounded very similar, but a little better. The characters seemed a little, they were the right. same models, but cleaner. I don't know if we really ever said, but yeah, in Revenge. They look good, but their arms are like a big ham. Yeah, it's <laughs> the block. To their they look body. the blockiest in in, right. in WCW. In WrestleMania 2000, they looked a little more seamless. Like their arms didn't look like totally detached pieces of flesh. Yeah, um, they looked a little better, and there's definitely more options. So I thought you could just tell this was the sequel. Yeah, the music was better. The music was yeah. improved. Uh, a lot of the wrestlers actually had their own entrance music now. I think most of, or at least all the big ones did. Yeah, like Rock had his right. and all that stuff. They had their own openings, yeah. Uh, what was added to this, though, there was a couple modes that were not in, obviously, in the, the game before. Right. You had your Road to WrestleMania, which is almost like a story mode, I think, for it. Yeah. And then also you could uh, make your own pay-per-view. Uh, you could also do the Royal Rumble and the King of the Ring. And that's on top of everything that was in Revenge. Oh, and there's a, and of course, yeah, like you said, tag and three-way, and this one added a cage match. Cage match, right. So you take a game that was already pretty impressive, and then you add basically double the number of modes. Um, I'm, we didn't count the number of wrestlers, but there were more wrestlers, and a creator wrestler. Yeah. So, which was pretty impressive at the time. Yeah, there was a lot to these when it came to creating. I remember, this is how hardcore I was into these games. There were websites you, websites you could go to that would tell you how to make certain wrestlers that weren't in the game. You can make them. It would tell you how to make them so that you could put them in your game. Huh. So, like, uh, wow. let's say I wanted Goldberg in this because he was from WCW, so he wouldn't be in this game. It would tell me how to make Goldberg. And it would look huh. like Goldberg and do all the Goldberg stuff. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, this one wasn't my original cartridge. And um, we found some created wrestlers. Yeah. From- there was a Goldberg on there, I think. Right. And he did a pretty good job. Yeah. We didn't play as any of those. We stuck to the the characters that came with the game. Right. So let's so that's that's pretty much that one. Right. Let's an improvement over revenge. More stuff added. Oh yeah, for sure. Now let's move to what everybody considers probably the one of the best wrestling games ever. I think it might still be the highest user rated wrestling yeah. game ever made. And and by far it's it's WWF No Mercy. It came out in the year two thousand. It's the very next year. What were your first impressions of this game? Again, it's like Playing these back-to-back was pretty neat because, like, oh, yeah, the difference between this one and Revenge, just from initial impressions, was pretty big. I mean, it's on the same system, and it's only two years later, but you could tell that they really learned. Um, the models looked better. The faces looked a lot better. Yeah. The int- the music was more impressive, the presentation, and just a ton of modes. The visuals, the sounds, the music, all that was it's like an overhaul. Right. It, it was incredible, honestly. I forgot how great the game looked. Right, even in 2016 on HDTV. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which it was not made for, obviously. Right, you know, with standard N64 cables, it looked uh, it looked pretty impressive. Now, of course, it had the same match, same uh, modes as the other ones, but it also right. added 
a ladder match, which we played. Ladder match is pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. Obviously, just a, there's a ladder. you got to climb up in the middle of the ring and get the right. briefcase. You've got to climb to the top of the ladder and grab the briefcase. Make sure you're pushing the right buttons. I was not. Or you'll leave your partner, your tag team uh, guy, on the ground trying to keep two other guys on the ground. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, very difficult. You had an Iron Man match, and I'm not talking talking Stony Tart. Stony Tart? <laughs> Why do we do podcasts? I don't understand. We can't even talk I know. at all. I feel like I need some water. <laughs> I know my mouth is so dry. <laughs> really? Yes. Now. Keep talking. I'll get some water. All right. Tony Stark is the name I was trying to say. I don't mean a Tony Stark match. Iron Man match, which just means who can last the longest in the ring. They also had a guest referee you could have. And, of course, the cage match, as I said before. So, this game really brought out a lot. It brought out all the stops, really. And Trevor's over there getting us water. That's the sound you'll probably hear because we need it desperately. Now, Trevor, as I'm taking a great sip of this beautiful water, uh, what else uh, struck out to you and struck out to you? <laughs> Man, that's not even English. What else stood out to you? Well, I might be making this up, but <laughs> it almost felt like the game even felt a little better to me. Like, yeah, the, the fighting itself actually felt better. And I think now that we're on the third game, I want to elaborate on that. I've never really been a fighting game fan. I've always liked the idea of it, but I just never... Trevor likes the idea of fights. He just doesn't like Right, I just don't like fights. to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just learning combos and memorizing combos was never my thing. I was always more into games where you get to explore things instead of... That's the kind of exploration I enjoy. Just a personal thing. But I always loved these games because it felt like you could have fun right away, but you could still discover new little things constantly. Now, something we didn't do in this game, but I do remember is in this game, is you could actually go backstage and fight backstage. Oh, I forgot that, yeah. You can do that, too. We ne- we didn't do it this time, but I definitely remember that. And this one added... Um, Smackdown Mall. The Smackdown Mall, where you can buy all kinds of weird <laughs> clothes and costumes. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I was going to say, like, tables you can smack people through. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the huge ladders. The announcer's tables were there. You could put them through the announcer's tables, uh, ladders. And all three of these games had the ability where you could pull weapons out of the right. crowd. Literally, everything a kid or a teenager would have wanted from a wrestling game, these games threw it in. You had your special moves. You had your high-flying from the top turnbuckle. You could get outside of the ring. You could fight um, backstage in No Mercy. You could use weapons, bust three people through tables in No Mercy. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else would somebody that was a wrestling fan want? I mean, that, that was the point. They were perfect yeah, that, at the time. It was a great time to be a wrestling fan, especially if you were a teenager. Right. It was perfect. And the wrestling games today... Like, I still play them, and they're actually getting better and better again. But I've noticed that the control schemes are starting to become more similar to how they did with the 64. Huh. So it's like they're learning from what was the best. Well, see, I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, it just, you just didn't need anything else. It just, it kept it simple. Yeah. Um, it kept it simple, but it just felt right. That's right. So is there anything else about the game that really, uh, that we need to cover before, before um, we go into uh, comparing them and... Doing our scores. Yeah, I mean, just the number of modes is so impressive, especially in No Mercy. Um, the Create Wrestler is more robust, I believe. Oh, yeah. You can literally spend like an hour per wrestler making them if you wanted to. There's oh, so yeah. much there. So, yeah, I mean. Because you can map moves. Like, you can make them do whatever moves you want them to do, too. Right. So, it went deep. Now, Trevor, <clears throat> we played all three of these games today. Right. Of these three games, which one... Okay, which one did you like the best, and which one do you remember, which one has a better nostalgia to you? Well, nostalgia, I'll answer that. That's easy. Revenge. WCW, NWO Revenge was the first one we had. I mean, just, 
like I think there's a level that's called Bash at the Beach. Like you're a, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an old WCW pay per view. Right, called it that. Yeah, and um, just seeing that is like, oh man, it brought back so many memories because we loved playing on that level, on that arena when we were kids or teenagers. So that that's the one I have the most memories of because it was a little bit later when we got the other ones. Um, but clearly, to me, it's very simple. Revenge brought the system and pretty much perfected the wrestling game. But then WrestleMania just smoothed it out, made it better, added more. And then No Mercy, again, smoothed that out, made it better, added even more. And truly, I think No Mercy became, at least for the technology it was on, the closest to perfect we'd ever seen for a game of this genre. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, you know, just for memories-wise, the WCW game is one that I always have a special place in my heart and soul. But No Mercy is by far, if I think of a wrestling game, that's the first one that pops in my head because of how yeah. good it is. It took all this stuff and made it just amazing. So let's go ahead and give our scores for these three. Okay. Uh, how many suplexes, since your favorite <laughs> move, would you give uh, WCW and WO Revenge? Uh, well, these are all going to be close because 90% of them is the same. I will say that I think I realized when we were playing today, and this affects my score a little bit, I don't know how much I enjoy just playing one-on-one against you because I realized you were pretty much always around when I was playing these games, and then I think you played a lot more like by yourself. That sounds bad, but <laughs> when I wasn't around, you were playing a lot more. <laughs> I love these games, and I would play them with or without people. Yeah. Right, and so yeah. even though neither one of us remembered a lot necessarily, I just don't think I can really compete with you on a one-on-one basis. But I love doing the, the tag matches and stuff. Um, like... I don't think I'm actually good at it, even after all this time. But but I don't think it's the game's fault. So I'm going to go with Revenge. Um, with Revenge, I'm going to have to go... I'm going to go a 7. Because I do think, of the three, it's aged the worst. And that's just because it was the... I mean, it is the most aged. So um, what would you give WrestleMania 2000? WrestleMania 2000? Uh, I'm going to bump it up to a... See, this is weird because I'm not a wrestling game, I'm not a wrestling game fan and not a fighting game fan. So these reviews are really high for me. So, but I'm gonna have to go seven. I'm gonna have to go seven point seven for WrestleMania 2000. So seven point seven suplexes. Right. Okay. And for No Mercy, will you and for No Mercy, we're going to the third turnbuckle, the greatest wrestling game of all time, but from someone who doesn't even like wrestling particularly, or fighting games. The Rock is flying off the top turnbuckle. Oh, that's, this is a big time. And laying on a table is um, Aki Man. Okay. <laughs> and he's smashing through Aki Man. <laughs> but Aki Man picks up The Rock and suplexes him because he's the winner because he designed this game. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. This is a great storyline. And he's going to hold up his uh, championship belt that says 8.4. For No Mercy. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was 8. amazing. 8.4. I'm going to give the WCW and WO Revenge game, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Uh, the only reason it's that low is just because it was the first one and we're comparing all three of them together. Right. Uh, it, but in my heart, it's a 10. <laughs> right. Just because of how much love I have for it. Uh, WWF, or WWE as it is now, uh, WrestleMania 2000, I'm going to give an 8. I think I'll go and give it an 8. Just because it took what was already great and made it even a little better. And, but then, No Mercy, I'm going to give it. Now, this is 
humongous. You you might fight me on this. Oh no. This is one of my absolute all time favorite video games. Yeah. So I mean I put this on and this is blasphemy to you. Maybe not. I put this on the level of Sonic. For me personally, how much I love no, playing. I understand. It. I'm actually not going to fight you on, and I'll explain mine when you're done. Okay. So to me, when I think of classic games, I'm putting this game in there with all the other classic ones. Yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. No, I. No, and I, I was just thinking about today. I'm totally out of the wrestling loop. Um, I feel like I can't really compete with these games, even though they're kind of button mashers. But, oh my goodness, if I were to rate how much fun I've had out of these games, there's very, very few games that can compare. And so I gave 8.4 to No Mercy, but that's that's not caring about wrestling, not particularly caring about fighting games in general. Just the gameplay is that much that, fun. That's a very high score considering how like you're not even... You don't hate the stuff, but like it's not something that you search out. I'm no longer the market for this game at yeah. all. Maybe a little bit when it came out, and I still think it's that good. Yeah. Because for me, anything above an eight is must must play territory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So excellent games. If you're a wrestling game fan or wrestling fan, period, or even just really like fighting games, if you like multiplayer games, you've got to check out at least one of these three games, and you might as well go with No Mercy. Yeah, if you're going to get just one and you want the best one, get No Mercy. But honestly, if you get any of these, I, I think you're going to be just and they're so happy cheap. with it. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, there's no excuse you have an N64 unless, I don't know, there's basically no reason not to get one of these. Yeah, so definitely definitely play them. Uh, I'm assuming most people who listen to this already know that anyway. Yeah. So, Trevor, it's, it's something new is about to happen. Oh, no. We have... Are you sitting down? Well, I know you are because I'm looking at you. Yeah, yeah, I am. We have a a sponsor. A sponsor? Yeah, we have a sponsor. And, of course, when you have a sponsor, it means you have... A commercial. A commercial. Wait a minute. We're not getting paid by this sponsor. Are we? No, we're not. It's No. No. We're, we're not so spending. is it still considered a sponsor? It's... What do you call it when your network has other podcasts and you want to make sure... That those podcasts get a shout out in your podcast, but uh, it's done in a commercial form. Oh, pandering. Pandering. Okay, we have a pandering commercial. Okay. So let's cut to that right now. Oh, you're going to let me do a commercial? All right. That's good. It's the Supernal Event. Supernal Event. Here to tell you something special that you will not regret. Supernal Event. Supernal Event. To all your friends about this comic, make sure you don't forget. Yes, friends, a new comic universe about a man that was given both a gift and a curse by a powerful being that was stranded on Earth. Through supernal events, heroes were given birth. Issue one tells how it all goes down. Story and scribbles will all be renowned. If you wanna know where this all takes place, creativecenter.com. Check it out, don't wait. It's the supernal event. Supernal event. Here to tell you something special that you will not regret. It's the supernal event. Supernal event. To all your friends about this comic, make sure you don't forget. It's the supernal event. Supernal event. Here to tell you something special that you will not regret. Supernal event. Supernal event. To all your friends about this comic, make sure you don't forget. And we're back. I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed that great, amazing commercial. We don't even know what it is yet. I'm breaking the fourth wall. I buy those every day. Yeah, those are my favorite things to do. Yeah. So now, Trevor, it's time for a new segment that we brought up last time. So it's kind of new. So it's kind of new. And almost it's a brand new, new thing we did one time before. Yes, this brand new thing only ever done once by us last right. time is a top five. Top five. 
Top five. What was that? Top five. <laughs> so it's like fair. a ro- it's like a southern robot. <laughs> Top five for you. <laughs> and of course, with us being wrestlers, uh, wrestling games is top five wrestlers. Top five wrestlers. Trevor, what is your number five favorite wrestler, or who is? Well, you're gonna find out that I know a little bit more about wrestling than you thought. Oh, I'm with this top be, five. I'm about to be blown away. My number five is the dude with the night armor in the Ultimate Muscle Wrestling game for the NES. <laughs> if you never played the Ultimate Muscle game, yeah, I remember it. You should probably play it. It's not good, but it's funny. Yeah, the dude in the night armor. He was my favorite. I think our lists are going to be a little different because mine is an actual wrestler. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Very weird. Uh, growing up, being from North Carolina, the Hardy Boys were also from North Carolina and they would do all kinds of crazy stuff. And they would do those infamous TLC matches where they'd fall from the ladders through tables and stuff. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, they shouldn't have done because now they can barely walk around, it seems. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me sad because I love these We can barely so walk around, but it's because of gout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking care of our bodies. Yeah. So There's for a, them. Yeah. You got to be fair. They're. Their uh, ailments seem more manly than ours. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to go with Matt Hardy because he's my favorite of the two Hardys. Okay. Well, yeah, from now on, I'm I'm keeping it legit. I know the first one was a little silly. It was number four then. Number You're four. Le- Trevor's legit number four favorite wrestler. Well, this is a little bit of a stretch because technically he's a boxer. Okay. Uh, but it's Little Mac from Punch-Out. <laughs> now, I know it's boxing, but I think, don't most boxers start off, like, with wrestling? No. No? Okay. They're two different things completely. Well... All right, I'm good from here on, though. Little Mac from Punch-Out was number four. <laughs> okay. My number four was the guy that really was my first favorite wrestler that I remember really liking when I started getting into it hugely, uh, Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. He was pretty cool. Yeah. He uh, he actually looked a lot like some cool Steve Austin now when I look back on it, a bald head goatee. But this dude was amazing. He won, like, I forgot what streak he was on, like 190-something matches that losing. He was, wow. He was great. One of my favorites. All right, Trevor, number three. Uh, well, technically this one's not wrestling either, but uh, Kurt Russell from Cinderella Man. <laughs> that was a really good movie. And Kurt Russell was really good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. It's a pretty good movie. Man, we're going to pause and let this phone ring. Chris, edit this out or don't. We don't care. Yeah, we really don't care. Yeah, doesn't matter to us. All right, now I'm back. Uh, number, what number are we on? Three. My number three, Trevor, is one of my all-time favorites. I've met him twice. Awesome guy. And that's Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah. Cool. One of my all-time favorites. All right, well, my number two, I mean, we got to get serious for the last couple. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm assuming that this is a, a, a real one. A yeah, real yeah, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. This, I mean, this guy technically probably should have been number one, and you'll know why when you hear it. Okay, I'm, I can't wait to uh, hear this. Jacob from the Old Testament Bible. <laughs> he wrestled. He with wrestled. A, a, he wrestled. He wrestled with an angel. Yeah, yeah. He wrestled with an angel and won. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty uh, bad, right there. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> you think about it. Yeah. So yeah, Jacob from the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> My number two is uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Now, oh. while your guy wrestled an angel, my guy would come to the ring wearing a skirt. That's how manly he was. Put on the glasses. Yeah. Oh, he did classic movies too. Yeah. Oh man, rest in peace, Roddy Piper. I miss that guy. Man. One of the best talkers in the business. He could talk about anything, and it was just beyond entertaining. I've been going back. I got the. I don't want to brag, but I got the the WWE Network, and they have all the old stuff on there too. So I've been going back watching all those old Hulk Hogan's and and Roddy Piper things, and he would just <laughs> talk about 
just anything. And it, it could be like one of them was a Halloween episode where he was trying to trick the kids and give them terrible candy. <laughs> but they turned it around on him because he was a bad guy. Yeah. And then he <laughs> they turned, say. Yeah, they turned it around on him and he got fooled by kids. But it was amazing. Oh, that's so, awesome. Trevor, we're down to the number one top five. Now, I'm going to assume with the great list you have so far <laughs> of amazing wrestlers, and that is quotation marks, that this is a pure, 100% real professional wrestler that you're about to give us right now. I really fuck. I'm disappointing now, but it actually is. Mick Foley is my number oh. one. <laughs> I just, I think Mick Foley is just such a cool guy. Um, I always thought he was cool. He would abuse his body and didn't care. He just did it because he knew the fans liked it. He's a, he was a big, hefty guy, and he would jump off the top of a cage. I remember seeing that match. Yeah. The top of a 25-foot tall cage. Oh, yeah. Hell in a cell. That's what it was called. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah. He, and he uh, he didn't look like your prototypical... All your wrestlers look like they're superhumans almost. You know, uh, it looked yeah. like what a superhero would look like with big muscles and stuff. Yeah. Just what, he looked like just a guy you could see down the street or something. Right. He would do his stuff. Now, Trevor, my number one wrestler... Uh, he's probably lesser known than he should be. <laughs> he held a championship belt a number of times. And that, of course, is Johnny the Crusher Townsend. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can I get my real number one now? Yeah, go ahead. My real number one <laughs> is the Venom, a.k.a. Trevor Franklin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our, oh, the our Venom, and, wrestling Venom and Crusher had quite a feud. I mean, it's legendary oh, feud between the two. Everyone, I don't even remember what it was over now. All I remember is I would still Roddy Popper lines. <laughs> yeah, you would still Roddy Popper lines. You would be the rock li- you do rock lines. Yeah, I was like some... <laughs> I was a rock wannabe, but I was as skinny as a toothpick at that time. Yeah. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Eating. <laughs> yeah, we, you can go... We still have those. We really need to put them out somehow just for how bad yeah, they are. Trust things. me when I say this, none of us were going to get hurt. No. The stuff we were doing. <laughs> none of us were getting hurt. I don't remember if I told the one time I did get hurt. This is why not having memory is bad, kids. Did I tell the story about how I jumped off that ladder and got hurt? Was that, were you jumping onto me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, they haven't heard of that. Okay. So this is a great story. Story time for us. Go, Trevor. So, we weren't even recording. That's the sad part. We were just playing around. No, uh, what I believe was we were trying to, <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> we knew your dad was going to record us. Yeah. We would try to plan things out before. <laughs> this is no joke. So the plan was we had a, was it even a ladder or was it the deck? No, it was like a, it was a ladder, like a small painting ladder. Yeah, it wasn't tall at all. No. Uh, you were going to jump off of it onto me and I was laying on the ground. Yeah. And we were going to test this out to see how it was going to look. Right. Okay, now finish the story. So Johnny's laying on the ground, um, Flat, if I remember right. And I get up like on the third step on this ladder. So, you know, I'm a, a few feet up. Yeah. And the idea was the mat was very padded. Like we put oh, pillows gosh, yeah. and blankets <laughs> and foam blocks. Yeah. Like you couldn't get hurt if you dove head first onto this mat. <laughs> you would just fall asleep. Because we really didn't want to get hurt. If we slept on there, it would be the best sleep you ever had. Right. And so I jumped off. And the idea was I was just going to like kind of fall on Johnny. But really, I was landing on the mat. Well, when I was in the air... At least this is how I remember my head. Like I was soaring through the air like an eagle. And he put his knee up. I guess just out of a reflex. It was. And I landed. We'll just say the jewels were uh, not happy. I landed directly on Johnny's knee. 
And I ran around the house at least three times <laughs> faster than I even knew I could run, just <laughs> screaming, just <laughs> trying not to lose it. And I was, it hurt so bad. And I was rolling on the ground laughing. It hurt so bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was pure reflex, though, because I remember you coming out at me, and if something's happened, you just kind of, just a reflex, and my knees just went up. I wasn't even thinking about it. And you just landed uh, in a special area that nobody ever wants to land first. <laughs> and, man, so if you can't have kids now, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably my fault. It goes back to our backyard wrestling days. Yeah. Such injuries. Yeah. Now, Trevor, I feel like we're forgetting something. No, uh, I mean, I think we've covered all the parts of our show that everyone likes. Yeah, I think so, too. I think you're right. So, we're done? Yeah, let's end it. All right. Oh, you know what, though? What's that? I'm thinking of something. What are you thinking of? It's a little thing we used to do all the time. It's brand new, as in we've done it since day one. Oh, the thing we've done every time? Yes. Okay. That, of course, is... Bliss Bliss Quiz! goes first um let's have you go first all right trevor speaking of mick foley how many personas did he have in wrestling oh wow did he have one persona did he have two personas <coughs> i need more water did he have four personas or did he have 27 personas? holy cow four choices that's not fair yep have fun all right well does mick foley himself count as a persona <laughs> Well, there's one, and then Dude Love, and then Mankind, which is the one that I really remember. Yep. Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with four. Correct. That is correct. Oh, cool. Well done. Well done. I can't believe I knew that much. And you actually named them all. I'm I did. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Almost forgot Cactus Jack. So, your quiz, I realized <clears throat> you know so much more about wrestling than I do, and I was kind of tired of talking about wrestling. Yeah. I could tell from your top five <laughs> wrestling list. <laughs> So, which had exactly one wrestler on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacob, you know, yeah, but I don't one wrestler that anybody would. Actually I don't think count. He, I don't think he was. He no. was on WWE. <laughs> he wasn't canon. <laughs> All right, <laughs> he was KJV. <laughs> All right, that's, that's time to time to move on. I'm gonna try something different with your quiz, All right. and we'll see how it fails. <laughs> so. You're going to go on a little adventure. Oh, this sounds good already. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Oh, I'm liking this. And it's going to be in three parts, of course, for your three questions. All right, I'm ready. You're going to start with ten life points. Oh. So you have ten health. Okay. And you're going to try to survive these three questions without getting down to zero health. All right, sounds good. So your first uh, question, or scenario. Now, what's my motivation? You want to just survive these three questions. Yeah, but why? Because you don't want to die. Yeah, but I mean, what's, what's the point of me not dying, though? Um, so we can record more episodes of Retro Bliss. All right, makes sense. So my motivation is to record more episodes of this show. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So you walk. Now, am I an elf? Am I a human? You're you. Oh, I'm myself. Johnny Townsend, oh. host of Retro Bliss, lesser of the two co-hosts. <laughs> What's my charisma level? Your charisma level is, is, what would you consider your charisma level in life? I feel it's very high. So it's a nine out of ten. Okay, what's my strength? you got to give me all my character traits. Okay, okay, I'll give you your character traits. <laughs> so, your charisma, we're going to give you a 10. That's your highest rating. Sweet. 10 out of 10 charisma. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go 5 out of 10 strength. That's probably accurate. Um, yeah, just because of the gout and things. <laughs> um, 
And we're going to go, <laughs> you had about an 8 out of 10 health, but the gout brings you down to about a, a 5 health level. And then intelligence, you asked for it. <laughs> so your intelligence was about an 8 out of 10, but then you did this show. Yeah. So you're at a 5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I feel you're being very generous. <laughs> and then magic, you're, you're, you have no magic. That, that sounds yeah. pretty accurate. Okay, I'm ready now. So you walk into an amateur wrestling club. Okay. You know, you, you're walking down the alley and you see this sign that says, Amateur Wrestling Club. All right. Nobody talks about Amateur Wrestling Club. That's actually on the door. Okay. Um, and you want to make a name for yourself. You decided you want to, you know, want to become a wrestler. Yeah. It's never too late to start. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm 33. That's young. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you do? A, you walk up to the manager and shake his hand and introduce yourself. B, you just play it cool and stay quiet. Or C... You start to suplex everyone. Okay, so my motivation is to make a name for myself. Right. I feel, you know they say that if you go to prison, if you pick out the biggest guy and start a fight with them, yeah. just to gain respect. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that last one. I'm going to go just suplex everybody I see. Okay. So you walk into the ring and uh, you start to do a suplex on eh, kind of a medium-sized guy. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't want to overdo it. But I have his gout after all. Right, and that's what happens. Is your gout kicks in. <laughs> and so actually, as you're about to pick him up for the suplex, you yeah. kind of buckle uh-huh. uh, and start crying out in pain. Mm-hmm. And all the guys just take turns beating on you. Okay. So you lose three health points, but you manage to crawl under the ring and uh, through the door, and you make it back out into the alleyway with seven hit points remaining. Okay, all right. That's This sounds pretty accurate so far, yeah. though, in this fantasy land that we're in. <laughs> Trevor, your second question. Who had the greatest introduction ever uh-huh. in pro wrestling? <laughs> was it one? Was it Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Okay. That's when Hulk Hogan became a bad guy. Okay. Was it the Wyatt family, which you don't even know who they are, so you're not going nope. to pick them. They're they're wrestlers now. Oh, okay. Wrestlers now. Number three, Y2J, Chris Jericho. And when he famously debuted after a countdown against The Rock. And, or number four, was it the Shockmaster? The Shockmaster? Yes. That one sounds cool. I'm if, going with that one. That's the correct answer. Do you know who the Shockmaster was? I don't think I do. I'm going to put this on our uh, Facebook page. But it's <laughs> they built up this guy, right? This yeah. is in WCW. Yeah. They built this guy. The Sting was going to have his mystery partner to yeah. go against two bad guys. Sid Vicious and somebody else. I don't remember who everybody was there. I think Ric Flair was there. And I don't remember who else. So they built this guy up. They were really going over the top with him. So you don't see him until this time. And they go, yeah. I'm going to introduce you to him now. The shock. He's going to shock the world. The shock master. And this humongous guy, is supposed to do, what he was supposed <laughs> to do was run through this wall like he's a really cool, strong guy. Yeah. But what happens instead is his head goes through the wall and he trips and falls <laughs> on his face. This is on live television. Oh my goodness. And the helmet that he was wearing rolls off his face. <laughs> so he has to quickly stand up and put the helmet on his face. <laughs> Which the helmet, by the way, was nothing more than a stormtrooper helmet that they put glitter and stuff on. <laughs> best, best the fucking thing. His career was destroyed in one yeah, second. Yeah, right there. They literally, from what I've understood, they were planning to make him a big deal. But, but he ended up being, his character just took off from a guy who could never do anything right. <laughs> oh, God. Poor guy, that'd be me. <laughs> wow. All right, what's your number two? All right, so, All right, so I'm down to seven health. Down to seven health. 
So after running away from the wrestling club like a big baby, yep, you encounter an angry street gang. Mm-mm. So, what do you do? A, you try to speak kindly out of them and talk your way out of the situation. I do have charisma. B, you pull out your fake foam brick and scream at them. Oh, we didn't tell them about my fake foam brick. All right. <laughs> so, Johnny used to have a fake foam brick. I found we, it like a dollar store. Or yeah. And we used it in our wrestling matches to hit each other with. Yeah, because it didn't hurt at all. Right. Um, or do you run like a fool? Okay. I'm going to use my 10 charisma uh-huh. and say the first one. Okay, so you start talking to the guys, and they think you're all right. You're not bad. But uh, they ask who your favorite wrestler is. Uh-huh. And when you say Johnny the Crusher Townsend, yeah. they're like, that guy was a loser. Oh, so and they've they, heard of me at least. They've heard of you. Okay. And so... That's still a win in my book. And so they start beating you up. Oh, man, this sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they beat you up, but you do manage to, to sneak out a little bit early from the beatdown. <laughs> That's good. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> By telling a funny joke. So you're now down to one health. Oh, gosh. It was a bad beatdown. Okay. All right. So whatever happens next, I got to make sure right, that make I sure. come out ahead. Something tells me <laughs> your whole thing is going to go against me. You're not saying this is stacked and partly just made up on the fly, are you? No, I would, oh, never, okay. I would never accuse you of such things. <laughs> Trevor, <clears throat> this is the biggest question you've ever been asked. Oh, no. Who, no, I'm already married. Who? Oh, okay. Who's the second biggest question you've ever been okay. asked? Who was considered to be, by almost everybody... The best wrestler of BYW. <laughs> was it one? I'm going to give you your choices before you jump in. Was it one? Johnny the Crusher Townsend. Or was it two? The Venom. Or was it three? Of course, the Flying Pitabane with his amazing finisher, the Oscar Mayer, Winnie Smasher. Who was it? Well, although personally, I know the truth. <laughs> that the Venom was the champion. <laughs> The truth is, I'm pretty sure Pinto Bean won most of the matches, because we always just argued. That is the correct answer. Actually, your brother would win most, because at the time, not now, he's much taller than both of us. Yeah. He was really small. We always made fun of him for it, so we thought it would be funny if he kept winning against us, because we were much bigger than him. (laughs) That kind of come back to bite us. Yep. That's what happens. Karma! Whee! Yay! All right. I got one health left in this saga of mine. Right. In my... Uh, pursuit to become a professional wrestler. Let's see so, if I'm able to uh, fulfill my dreams. I'm ready. So, yes, in your dreams to become a professional wrestler, you've already been beat up by the amateur wrestling club. Uh-huh. You've been beat up by the street gang. Yes, there's a, a, it's in a pattern. <laughs> but with your one health, you crawl away from the street gang, crying, weeping, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah, sobbing even. And you find an adorable puppy who oh. appears lost and hungry. Oh, man. So... As your last dying act, okay. do you feed it some candy, mm-hmm. do you kick it and run, <laughs> or do you call for help? Uh, D-suplex it. <laughs> D-suplex it. Yes. So you reach to suplex the puppy, uh-huh. and as it goes down to bite you... Wait, I'm going <clears> to <throat> get comfortable because I know I'm going to win. All right, go ahead. <laughs> the puppy goes to bite you, and suddenly you wake up <gasps> and look around, and in the background... Is a flickering screen, <gasps> and you see the Sega Genesis is still turned on, with Berenstein Bears Camping Adventure playing. You fell asleep playing the game, and left all the lids off of your painting containers, <laughs> and managed to pass yourself out. Oh man! So it was all a dream. 
Yeah, but you died from the fumes. <laughs> there went my one health. There went your one health. <laughs> Sorry, good try. I'm not saying this is lost, the TV show, but I'm saying it might have ended that way no matter what you did. <laughs> now, I'm not accusing you again. This is not me trying to come at you and saying that you stacked this against me on purpose. Uh-huh. But something tells me, no matter which direction I went in this, that was going to be the ending. I mean, just because I wrote it down here doesn't mean it had to happen. Yeah, that's literally, I'm looking at what you wrote down. That's the only one that you wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them, you, you're just making but up. your adventure could have been different. You could have... Yeah. <laughs> you could have been beat up less. Yeah, I didn't Maybe. Have, I, I don't know. I didn't have to suplex everybody once I first saw them. That's true. But I chose to. Yes. You know what? I may have died in your adventure, <laughs> but it was my choices. At least you died in the real world instead of this adventure world. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> done in by my own paints. <laughs> Whichever, I think we've done it. We've done something. I don't know what it was, but it's been done. We get a participation sticker for this episode. Yes, we do. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Retro Bliss. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe, and uh, rescribe, and get your prescriptions filled on iTunes for right. us. So for all your gout prescriptions, go yes. to uh, Retro Blist. Uh-huh. For all of your wrestling needs, go to, um, I don't know, Johnny, I guess, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and for all your role-playing games, uh, go to both of us. Because obviously, Trevor writes them well, and I'm good at them. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next time. Until then, don't go out and get suplexed. Over and out. <coughs>